0: You're listening to the Think Beyond Fitness podcast, hosted by Jen Zapola, a show about feeling better. Think Beyond Fitness podcast is produced by 825 Productions. And now, here's your host, Jen Zapola.
1: Welcome to Think Beyond Fitness. I'm your host, Jen, and I have. A brand new buddy on the line, an excellent person in this world that uh, we share a common ground. We are in the One Bean Club, as many of you do know. I donated my kidney to my mom in 2018, Uh, and I've had some guests on the line that um, have also done that. And a common friend that we have is uh, Tracy Ulick, who has uh, kidney donor athletes that we did a show on, if you remember. And she introduced me to this wonderful wonderful person who also donated his kidney but get this two things actually to a stranger and to a rivalry football fan that you would think like no way not happening please welcome to the show Ken Burke how are you
0: I'm fantastic thank you so much for having me
1: no that's awesome Um, I'm glad that you're you're on the show and so you know when i got the information from uh from tracy about what you did i was like of course that's awesome you know but then i'm like <laughs> you know that's awesome to to donate a kidney because i understand what that's like but then i yeah. was like so he went and just did it to a stranger and then a person that's the you know the opposing football team so let's tell everybody about your story and what you did
0: yeah so uh, the whole the whole kidney donation happened just solely based off of a journey coming back from a, a pretty bad injury, like sports related. And I just happened to be looking through my social media on my birthday and happened upon a post of a young woman who, you know, seemed like she was having a pretty, pretty tough time. So I read her post and it kind of spoke to me and I ended up calling the hospital the next day. And turns out she was, I mean, I'm, I'm located in Buffalo, New York. So I'm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I guess I'm born and raised a Buffalo Bills fan <laughs> So she happened to be, she happened to be right outside Boston. So, as most people know, um, New England Patriots have kind of had have kind of had the Bills yeah. number for a while. So, she happened to be a Patriots fan. So I ended up donating to donating to her. But it was it was an incredible experience.
1: And I understand that. So what? Tell, take us back one second. I mean, literally you just stro- scrolling through Facebook and you just see, and it happens that a, a post will come up and you'd be like, you know, yeah, oh, that's, that's so sad or whatever the case is. And I understand she was on dialysis. And for those of you who do not know, dialysis is a way for uh, patients who have um, failing kidneys, whether they have one kidney, two kidneys, whatever the case is. Uh, and dialysis literally keeps them going. It, 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 cleans out the the blood and it, it, it filtrates everything and it makes them feel better what us normal people that have functioning kidneys, not normal people but functioning kidneys do every day that we don't even think about uh, people that have failing kidneys or kidney disease have to go to dialysis usually three days a week and it is tiring. I watched my mom go through it and it's tiring it makes you feel awful and it just you know it's like you're three four hours you're there and it's you know it's terrible so so you saw that she was on dialysis and what was it, because I know what it was for me, but we're talking about you. What was it that sparked you to go, okay, I'm going to just donate? What was that feeling that you got?
0: It was, I guess, a sense of, like, everyone has to feel like, I don't know. For me, it was more along the lines of I needed a purpose. Like, I was, mm-hmm. having, a, I was having a pretty rough last couple of years, and I needed to feel greater than myself, and it seemed like – I just happened to be in a position to help her. So she was, she was going through daily dialysis, her story. She actually had, to give a little backstory on Cassie, she, her mother donated the kidney to her when she was 12 because mm. um, she, she had kidney disease. And she had her kidney for 15 years, so she was 27. And she ended up finding out that she ended up going to kidney failure again. And mm. she had 12 family members kind of step forward and offer to donate to her and none of them came back as suitable donors wow. and I didn't know this until I actually met her but it was reading her story and just I was in a position to help and it just seemed like the right thing to do it was kind of a journey of I needed I needed more purpose in my life and she kind of seemed like I don't know it spoke to me it was weird It was just kind of those weird things of, it drew me to her, and there was never a moment I didn't think, like, I would be her donor. It was just, let's keep going through this process, I'm going to be the person, I'm going to be the person, and then sure enough, it just kind of happened that way.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. You you just, it's a weird thing, and not many people can understand who are not donors, that you you literally you just feel it. You're like, I know. And I had the same, same idea when we were going, when I found out that my mom needed a kidney in a similar situation that you're in, that you were, you were in it, You know, I did the process of finding out donors and how it worked, living donors and things like that. And I found out that yeah. that the living donor um, wait list is, is very long, you know? And I was like, well, this is not work. This is not going to work. We can't wait 10 yeah. years for her to get a kidney. That's just not possible. And I think right at that moment, and I remember I was walking across Broadway uh, and 23rd Street in, in New York City, and I received the call from the, the, the donor list, you know, uh, place. And that's when they told me, you know, five to 10 years, it's going to be, you know, before she could potentially re- receive a. And no, nope, not happening. And I even knew right then and there that there was no question. There was no discussion. Okay, I'm donating my kidney. And, and just like you, I knew I was a match before we even did any kind of blood work. Yeah, you know? it's crazy. It was. It's a crazy feeling uh, and, and and some people don't get it, but it's okay that they don't get that um, because the people that do get it, those are the ones we're, we're going to need to donate. Um, but that's why we're here. We're here to talk about donation a little bit, talk about your story. So uh, in addition to you having, I, was it a, a, a shattered femur? Is that what happened? You you shattered your femur? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah so I shattered, I shattered my femur back when I was running a marathon, um, Buffalo Marathon, about two years ago. I hit a possible mile 18. Uh. And my hip popped out, and I kind of slammed it back in. Kept going. I was running on endorphins, running on highs. Sure. And I got to mile twenty-three, and just the, my leg began to spasm. I stopped to stretch, and then I got up, and I, I couldn't go any farther. And I ended up walking, walking the remainder of the marathon. I, I had a goal of three thirty. I ended up finishing four ten. For 408, I think it was actual <laughs> time. Doesn't that bad with a so broken I, leg? <laughs> yeah, so I sat down, and after I sat down, I couldn't, I couldn't stand. Like they wheeled me out of there. Went to the doctor the next day. Doctor told me I had a pulled groin. Never ran X-rays, and that's kind of how this whole road to donation began.
2: Yeah.
0: So I ended up breaking my officially breaking my leg um, about two months after that marathon. Um, I was walking my dog and planted wrong and my leg exploded I broke it in six places um kind of came to and just like looked down my leg was all you know figure four my knee was Mm -hmm. over my right thigh my heel was upside down facing the sky
2: and it was just kind
0: of like that moment of just you know falling into I was in a low place I guess Mm -hmm. you could say um but it was just kind of like that building back of they told me I probably would never be able to run again and I started walking again March 25th I ended up ballooning to almost 300 pounds Jeez. in that time span of being laid up from mm-hmm. August to March. And it was just like the journey back. And I, just, I made a couple of different packs with myself of just not quitting on myself, um, showing up to things and just not letting a fear be a player in my life. So once I started kind of back on that journey, I happened to kind of like fill out the year with donating a kidney, which was really cool.
1: Yeah, it's an incredible story, and you know I, that's why on this show, you know, I'm a personal trainer and a, and a and a martial arts instructor, and I didn't I named the show Think Beyond Fitness because I wanted to have guests and talk about things on the show that were beyond just the fitness aspect. And what you did, and and although you got yourself back into shape because you lost, I believe you told me 100 pounds or 100 and something, pounds. Nine, ninety four pounds all right I, five pounds is great, you know I mean like yeah. uh, any accomplishment in in any weight loss I speak to people and my listeners that you know that 's great inches are great, just just making a lifestyle change to feel better that 's mm-hmm. great, right, um, but for what you did that's that 's even even more so the path that we want to take and inspire people and that 's what you do. you inspire people not only because you were a kidney donor to a complete stranger. Uh, but that you took control of your own life and you didn't let it, you didn't let the circumstance take you down. Right. You, you kind of just said, okay, all right, enough is enough. You got up one day and you were like, I'm going to go. And I would imagine that's what happened. You got up one day and you said, I got to move forward because staying here and doing this is not going to work.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it was, I didn't realize how bad it got. Like I was in a bad place.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: and sitting on, I mean, sitting on a couch for yeah, I know, yeah, seven, seven months and just no weight bearing. And I had I had a couple things going on before that, like I moved back from a different city and I was kind of reinventing myself and I was dealing with a whole bunch of other shit that was going on. And I was I was not in a good place mentally, mm-hmm. so it was kind of it was kind of rock bottom. Was breaking the leg and then being laid up, moving back in with your parents, mid thirties all of a sudden looking in the mirror and just not, not being proud of the person looking back at, at me. Yep. And there was a lot of, it was a lot of victims mentality. It was blaming other people for things that happened. Like it was, it was, nothing was my fault. It was everyone else's fault. Mm-hmm. And then coming to the realization that no one was coming to save me. It was either you, you you either pick up and take ownership of all these things that happened to you, or you're just going to have to deal with living this, I guess, mediocre life it was so It was just taking ownership and the realization it was a humbling experience when you have to look in the mirror and realize everything that's going wrong in your life is your fault bud like no one's coming to get you either you buck up or this is what it is this is what your Mm -hmm. life is going to become and at 30 it was just oh shit we (laughs) got to make a change so from there it was they told me i probably never run again and i didn't i didn't want to deal with that So it was just putting in place and just pretty much secluding myself from everything, everyone. It was, I didn't talk to anybody. I pretty much stopped talking to all my friends and I got big into reading, big into reading and just started finding things that spoke to me. And I stopped listening to other people because everyone was telling me what I could do. And Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want to have other people tell me what I, what was possible for my life. People were capping my potential, and I wasn't okay with that. Mm-hmm. So from there, I kind of got big into just different biohacking and different fasting and different intermittent fasting techniques and different diets and just right. pretty much changed my whole lifestyle around of what, it, what would it look like if we didn't quit on ourselves for 365 days? Because I felt like I had quit on myself so many times. Like I would start these, these fad diets and they would get me where I wanted to go, but they never, they never stuck around. And I just wanted to know what would it feel like to go the distance? Like I just kept feeling defeated. Mm -hmm. Like I would do something for two, three months. It felt great. And then all of a sudden something would happen and I'd be sidetracked for three, four, five, six months. And I wanted to know what it would, what, what I could accomplish in a year. So I capped off my year with donation, but you know I started running again. (laughs) Yeah, started walking again. March twenty fifth, ran my first mile in April. Did a half marathon. I ended up. My goal was I wanted to lose eighty pounds in four months. Lost eighty six, and it was just kind of this like this building interior wise of I found something while sitting on that couch. Like no one could tell me what I could possibly do. So from there, it was just building off of that and moving forward from there. And it was, it was, it was a good year.
1: <laughs> I'd say it was a fantastic year. I think it was yeah. a fantastic, I mean, you know what you just said? Uh, it starts with the mind. Yeah. And if, if you, if you, you, you don't get that mindset going, if you don't, Take, like you said, you looked in the mirror and you said, I don't like what I see. But that would be, sometimes people go, oh, I don't like the way I look in the mirror. It's all, you know, blah, blah, blah. I see this, I see that. But if you don't change the way your mind is and what you see is really what you see in your eyes and how you, you the perception of what you, because you can you can change, like you said, for two months, or three months, whatever it is, you do some kind of whatever diet and you would lose weight, I would imagine, or feel good. And then, like you said, something would happen. And most likely your mind, you didn't change your mind before you changed your body. And so it, once we get our mindset into doing something and we know what we're going to do, and like you said, you had that goal. And I talk about this all the time with, with my clients, is not the goal for the month. It's the goal for the next three months, next you know, six months, the next nine months, and then keep going. And even if you hit that goal, you still have another one to go. And it's not only, it's not only about weight loss. It's about feeling better. It's about enjoying Mm -hmm. your life the way you are. Oh, sure. If you want to lose weight, that's, that's great because you know, you want to be helped, whatever, that's fine. But it's about changing your mindset and making yourself feel better from the inside. Then the outside is easy. You know, it becomes, it's almost too easy when you, when you change your mind. I, you know, I personally think, uh, you know, I, I, very similar to you that before I got into this business of, of training and so forth, I was in marketing for 20 years. Uh, and yeah. I also did the ups and the downs of this diet, that diet, I was in shape at one point, did wasn't in another time, you know, it, whatever happened, happened, life got involved and I never, you know, never focused on what I really wanted to do until I did it. And then it was like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: wow, this feels good. But it was not just, oh, I look good in this. It was, I feel good. And I feel good all around. And you, my friend, are an inspiration. I mean, like a true, true inspiration. I mean, just a, just some of the things that you emailed me. You're an athlete, multi-marathon runner, Ironman triathlon, ultra runner, crossfitter, surfer. I mean, come on. And a kidney donor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, That'll that
0: all... mean it all started just just last year it was just I I mean I've I've always been like a weekend warrior athlete like I would have a goal and it was just I would work for that goal and then all of a sudden like I would accomplish that goal and then for 24 hours it was nothing there was no other goal Mm
2: -hmm. it was
0: all of a sudden I just became I fell back into old ways and it was just I read a quote that said when your why is powerful your how is easy and that kind of everything from there it was it wasn't one goal it was what's after that goal and what's after that goal what's after that goal and it was mm-hmm. working okay we worked towards this goal but just because that goal ended and we accomplished that we had to have another goal beyond that like I'm the type of person where if I accomplish something fantastic I'm, I'm happy with myself for a, a day and then all of a sudden I just fall back into my old ways so I needed mm-hmm. to have something bigger, something to strive for. So I just kept laying down a foundation of this goal, that goal, Ironman, ultra running.
1: And it went, awesome. it went from there. So, <laughs> And to think, you know, all these things that you're doing are are running aspects. A majority of them, they they include running. And you had, you know, a broken leg. I'm, I'm recovering from two back surgeries. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, I understand your position. I mean... Not many people, you know, have the courage—the courage—to say, "Okay, so I, I have an injury. I, I I work through it, and now I'm going to just I'm going to move forward, knowing that I have these injuries, and/or move forward to be better and better and better." And and you are just a prime example of that. And I, I'm I'm so thrilled. That I was have the opportunity and now that my listeners have an opportunity people out there have the opportunity to, to meet an extraordinary person. The one that you are uh, and I'm so happy that we had this opportunity to talk if you can give anyone twofold to anyone advice on a kidney donation. And B, you know, finding yourself to do like to, to, to just go after it and do what you know you're meant to do.
0: When it comes to kidney donation, it's it took a lot of a lot of research. It's like the, the whole fear of the unknown mm-hmm. is there's not a lot of information out there that I found when I first started doing it. That kind of especially for an endurance athlete like myself, and that's why the kidney donor athletes and Tracy were so so great. Like meeting them and finding out like yeah. there is yeah. I can I there's more to this. My life is not going to change that much, but my sense of worth, that's what it really came down to was the feeling you have, like I met my do I met my recipient and I'm not going to lie. Like donating a kidney, it was, it was, it was a painful process. Like (laughs) going through surgery and coming out of surgery, there was a certain amount of pain there, Mm -hmm. but meeting her for the first time and looking in her eyes and just having a conversation with her, I would do it. If I had the opportunity, I'd do it every single day.
1: I agree with you. It was you.
0: the feeling of I did something. No matter no matter what I do from here on out, no one could take that away from me.
1: Yep. like yeah,
0: I don't know. It was a beautiful feeling. It's it's tough to explain if you haven't been through it, but it's yeah, it's a beautiful feeling. And, and that's, then when that's it comes it, to yeah. You, what
1: was, yeah, the other question is you. To me, you're inspiring, and I would imagine people listening will find that same that you are very inspiring. Advice, Uh, you know, how you personally didn't give up and you said, what happens if I do this for 365 days a year? Not everybody's gonna have that mentality to go 365, but even if they go, you know, a day or two, whatever, what kind of advice would you give them to to keep going?
0: If you want it bad enough, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse. Like the first couple, the first couple days, like are going to suck. I'm not going to lie. The first couple days when you're on a fitness journey, they suck. But once you get past day three, it kind of becomes a habit and it gets better. And knowing that you didn't quit on yourself, there's a certain feeling of just pride. Every single day, getting up and looking in the mirror and knowing that the person looking back at you is looking out for you. It's, it's a cool feeling. Is yeah. Just I want to see what's on the other end of that um, um, when it comes to finish lines, it's like I want to meet that person on the other end of that finish line.
2: Yeah. Like I
0: have a goal. there's I know if I achieve that goal, everything in between will kind of fall into place. So it's shooting for that goal, and just your sense of life becomes better.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. 100 percent. And like I said, you are an inspiration to myself. And I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to chat today. And I hope people listening really, um, you know, take away what you did on your journey uh, and take it for what it's worth that, you know, everybody's journey is personal. And it, it doesn't, uh, it, it's not like you had, you said you had your goal 365. Some people have a month or two, whatever it is, you know, and also, you know, to that, when I instruct students in in martial arts and i they're like oh when can i get my black belt you know i'm like mm-hmm. it you, It takes x amount of years that you can certainly do it but that's not the point you know it's the journey take your time and, and enjoy the journey and i i feel like you started over did your journey and and man you're just a rock star that's what you are and i'm so glad we had the opportunity to 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 chat today
0: yeah thank you so much for having me
1: you got it, Ken. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Think Beyond Fitness Podcast. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to the Think Beyond Fitness Podcast, a show about feeling better, hosted by Jen Zapola.